Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener supported. Click the donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Create your own band opening. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information. And LDG. An LDG automatic tuner between your transmitter and antenna will match impedances and ensure maximum power output while protecting your finals from damage due to reflected RF. To learn more, visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Oh, good Lord, the headphones have gone up too high now. That reminds me of first meeting Earl Bailey. You'd walk into the studio and his headphones were just cranked up, man. I'm taking you back to 1998 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at WMMR. And uh, my first day, my first day certainly meeting Earl. I think I was doing some overnight stuff when I first got to Philadelphia. But, you know, seeing daylight and seeing a real broadcaster, like a serious veteran. And I was coming on after Earl. And his headphones were so cranked up. And I thought, whoa, man, because I'm sort of like, I don't really need to hear myself that loud, you know. But then again, with a voice like his, I understand. I don't know. I'd probably have to ask Earl if he suffered any hearing loss. I I didn't think it was that. I think he loved to hear the music. And it was incidental that his voice was up that high, too. But, I mean, it was noticeable. But... Starting uh, this show, my headphones were definitely jacked up. I'm not sure what happened. That's more than you need to know. How's everybody doing? It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And I just happened to stumble upon CQ Worldwide 160 this weekend. Clearly, I noticed the band was really hopping. I was like, what is, what's happening? And I went to the ARRL website to look at their contest postings, and there was nothing for late February on 160. And I love the 160 contest. I know you're thinking, oh, can't get on 160 because all these people come around these goddamn no-coat ham. I know, Jimmy. Wasn't always like this. You know what it was. And then they go on to pontificate how things have just gone downhill. That's not, you know, unique to 160. It's just, you know, when neighbors come in and the contests come to play, you hear a lot of that. And these old timers will hold on to a frequency. Mm-mm, you're not going to butt them off just for your contest. Or some of them will take the weekend off. You'll hear them say that, too. I'll, I just couldn't. You know, just one didn't something, something else. 160 contest comes along, and I get excited because I like to test my antennas on 160. 160 for me. Let me be. Can I be frank for you? Can, can I change the way I am and just be real frank with you? 
That's an old joke. You've been around here long enough. I'm just going to tell it because I, I can't remember what I tell people. And I can't remember what I say on the show most times. It's unscripted. Well, 160 for me, the antenna itself, the antenna of it is a fascinating thing. It's got these long legs, and I can't give it everything it needs. I can't get it as high as it needs to go. I've got limitations. I can get 160, and I refer to 160 as her. And I think probably all antennas for me are female-oriented. I don't know. I'm just saying she isn't as high up in the tree as she needs to be to sing like she can. She lets me get in the game. We're talking 50, 55 feet here. You know what I mean? And those legs, oh, Lord, those legs, girl. I love 160. That said, 160, that antenna, at a quarter wave, I don't even know the measurements, 231 something, 200 some feet. 160, as a sort of dipole configuration, is what I have. She's up in a tree, and I get those legs spread out too close to the north and close to the south. It's a little, it's not exactly just so. It's a lot of wire. It is a giant pain in the ass. A lot of the time and a lot of the year, it is a pain, man. I'm out in the woods, and everything falls down, and leg up. You know, I've had balance snap, at least two balance snap because if something fell, something big fell on one end or other and just yoked this thing and pow, there goes the balance. On this particular antenna, I rebuilt the balance. I didn't talk to you guys too much about that. Now, I didn't create the, uh, the innards, if you will. I reproduced the setup. Basically, last time 160 exploded out there a huge limb came down across one of the legs the north side leg and it just pulled the balance from the support rope blew the top right off of it these legs were built and connected to this balance so strong but still the top is just you know a bolt with pvc and the weather whipped through there and dropped a dead, dead limb. I'm not even sure if it was a dead limb. It was a huge limb. In fact, I was able to get that leg out from under the limb without, like, chainsaw. This is in the woods, deep, you know. That thing still needs to be chainsawed down. The point I'm getting at, friends, is 160, the antenna itself, is... It's kind of one of those things. You work really hard because 160 takes up a lot of real estate. And I don't have it out in the open. I can't do that out in the open. So it's out in the woods. So she can be a pain in the dupa. But she can also sing in the night. She is Karen Carpenter. She is Etta James. And on 160, during the contest, it's like Rosemary Clooney is outside. And so many different stations in different states are on. And you know what I do? I don't try to work as many people as I can. I work as many different states as I can just to see what this antenna, this humongous, long-legged, sexy, beautiful beast pain in my ass is going to get me. Unfortunately, I didn't hear a lot of West Coast stuff. I got out to as far as Oregon, Nevada. 
uh, some states uh, west of me, but a lot of East Coast stuff. You know, in 1,500 miles on 160 in crappy weather conditions, low bank, it made me feel good. It made me feel like all this work that you do to this antenna and all this work you give to it, because it really is. It's just like, oh. I'll go out there once a week and I'll check these antennas. And I've got my ends tied off to the trees with, you know, some rope. And I've got a old-time type window sash that will move it, you know, like four feet. It has about four feet of give on each side. It's weighted down, but it can move up and down depending on what it needs. Trees move, guys. If you tie off your antennas to trees and make them tight like guitar strings, you'll be just like me in my first year on HF. Pling! Pling, pling. I hate this. Ah! I was kind of where I was, man. I was thinking this is not for me. One of the best pieces of advice ever given was to at least, you know, tie off. But don't lock it down. Tie it to, you know, people use buckets and sand and I've used bricks. I like the old uh, Victorian-era window sashes. They're weights. They come in different weights. 160 requires more weight on the end than, say, a 20-meter antenna or a 40. But if you do that, you're giving your antenna a chance to actually move and do what it needs to do. It can go back and forth. It's weighted. Those legs are still going to be... My, my stuff is inverted. Inverted V. You're still giving it a little bit of play when the wind blows and moves them a little bit. Or something falls on it, you're at least going to get a little bit of, you know, a buffer there. It's not going to be a clean snap just right. It gives up a fight out there in the woods with 160, man. I've lost several. So getting on this contest for me, it's a lot of fun. Mostly, I uh, worked East Coast stations. Mostly. But, you know, hitting Nevada... Hitting Arizona, Oregon from my spot on 160 gives you hope because we're at the bottom of the sun cycle, right? In other words, if you're new to the hobby, the sun cycle, we're at the bottom of the solar flares and the sun cycle and all this. Uh, In a nutshell, friends, conditions are not great for us and they haven't been great for a while. Imagine the time when we start to move up and out of this. Gives you hope. Rainy, cloudy conditions to be able to hit, you know, 1,500 miles away. Now I know why I do this. But that's what I do during contests like CQ Worldwide 160. I play a different game. I just want to see what that antenna does. Patrick is back this week. Uh, You know he loves the satellites. He's going to be our special op. We'll talk to him in just a little bit. Catch up on a couple of other things when we come back. CQ, CQ, CQ. This is 100 watts and a wire. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, a color touchscreen, D-Star capability, RF direct sampling on 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation, as well as dual watch, 
and 100 watts max output power on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. Visit icomamerica.com backslash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. This is Paul Brown, WD9GCO of Amateur Radio Newsline. I'm also member number 141. You're listening to 100 Watts and a Wire with Christian Kutnick, K0STH. I worked my first Canadian National Park over the weekend. Victor Echo won Golf Papa, Yankee. He was in NS17. It was a historic site. Now, his signal was not strong, but when I heard it, see, I got to tell you a little bit about me. Sit down. Sit down. I like to chase. I like to chase. I don't know how this relates in my regular life. I don't know what it is, what the motivation is. But I hear a park, and it doesn't matter to me. I don't get wrapped up in who you're with. It's where you are, and if you're in a park, whether it's Parks on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna, the Canadian National Park, program, which has started, by the way. I don't know if you know much about it. We talked about it a little bit. I heard it. My first one. And I have some audio of it. It's not great. But uh, check this out. Me chasing the Canadians through the park. Canadian National Park on the Air, activating November CR 17, NF 17, Fort Edward National Historic Site in Windsor, Nova Scotia, calling CQ and Loki. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. A Kilo Zero Station, I don't think I have all of these people. Can you give me a call again? Yes, sir. Good morning. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Your five five in Missouri. Over. Roger. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Your five and eight in Lincoln, Nova Scotia. Well, thank you for that, Sheldon. You're my first Canadian National Park uh, for the parks on the air. I appreciate the contact and the activation. Okay, can I get my signal report one more time? Oh yes, you're five five coming into Missouri. I'm about twenty miles north of the city of St. Louis. Over. Roger. The five five. So this is November Sierra seventeen. And that's one Well, thank you very much. I've got NS one seven, that historic site there. Again, you're my first. Uh, I'll go ahead and spot you as well. And uh, thanks for the activation. Uh, thanks, and uh, good luck. Uh, don't uh, forget to go to the cntlpa.ca website and upload your log uh, to participate in the leaderboard. Appreciate your contact. You are there. Take care of our one. Don't copy any. Kilo, Germany 5, Charlie, India, Kilo. So there you have a program worth checking out. The Canadian National Parks 
on the air. And they've got a website. You can learn more about them. They've been underway all year, but it was the first one I found. Maybe, I don't know, I wasn't listening. I couldn't hear them or whatever. It's, you know, they're running lower power too. Maybe that has something to do with it. But appreciated making contact there with VE1GPY. Patrick is back now to talk to us about satellites. W29EWK. Hi, this is Patrick Stoddard, WD9EWK. Last month I talked about AMSAT's AO91 satellite, one of the FOX1 CubeSat satellites that AMSAT has been building and launching in the last few years. Today I'm going to talk about AO92. AO92 is like AO91, a 4 inch or 10 centimeter CubeSat satellite weighing less than 3 pounds. AO92 was launched in January of 2018 from India, along with a few dozen other satellites at that time. AO92, like AO91, has become popular with, among satellite operators since it can be worked with a dual-band handheld radio or separate radios for the 2-meter and 70-centimeter band in FM, and simple antennas, a directional antenna, telescoping whips, or long uh, flexible ducky type antennas and some are even working AO92 with the standard ducky antennas on many HTs. Like with AO91, AO92 listens on the 70 centimeter band at 435.350 megahertz give or take a little for Doppler and transmits to the ground on 145.880 megahertz FM. It's very easy to hear and doesn't take much to be heard by the satellite with the directional antenna. Some stations have reported making contacts using 20, 30, 50 milliwatts of transmit power from the ground and using telescoping whips or the long flexible ducky type antennas, you know, the four or five watts in most, uh, most HTs works fine for that. AO92 has two additional payloads not present in AO91. One of those payloads is a camera. It's not a high-resolution camera like you would see from the imagery on Google Earth or Google Maps. It's actually a relatively simple VGA-type webcam like you would see on computers from a few years ago. It is mounted on the satellite and AMSAT has periodically activated the camera to take pictures of the Earth. Last fall, AMSAT attempted to use this you know, orbiting camera to get pictures of the hurricanes around the southeastern U.S. and has turned the camera on at other times to support university experiments. These pictures come down in the digital data stream that can be decoded using free software from AMSAT called FoxTelem, the same software that reads the telemetry from AO92 and the other Fox1 satellites. will also decode the pictures, display them on your computer, and if you have an internet connection, upload those pictures or portions of pictures to AMSAT servers to collect copies of the pictures whenever the satellite's camera is on. When the camera is on, the FM repeater is turned off so that the downlink transmitter can be dedicated to sending you know, higher quality data transmission uh, instead of voice. 
The other difference with AO92 compared to AO91 is that AO92 has a second uplink receiver. When AMSAT commands it on, AO92 will listen on the 23 centimeter band, also known as L band, at 1267.360 megahertz, give or take about 30 kilohertz to compensate for Doppler. The L band uplink has become popular as it's been activated over the last year. Stations have been cobbling together equipment, many times older radios that include the 1.2 gigahertz band or more modern radios like the ICOM IC9100 or the Kenwood TS2000 that have a 1.2 gigahertz module to make use of the alternate uplink. Many stations are also making use of handheld radios, which typically transmit at one watt on the 1.2 gigahertz band. There's one of those radios currently in production in an HT, the Alenco DJG7T, that has become a popular choice. The DJG7T has been on the market about 10 years. It's a tri-band handheld, also including the 2 meter and 70 centimeter band but it will transmit on 1.2 gigahertz at one watt and you know, I use that myself to get on that band using one of those radios I bought when they came on the market about 10 years ago. Most stations are using Yagis to make use of the 1.2 gigahertz uplink and at that frequency the Yagis don't have to be very large. I've used 5 and 10 element Yagis uh, the 10-element Yagi I found on eBay, the 5-element Yagi I've had that I bought at a ham fest in the 90s, uh, both of those antennas work. Some have even used the stock Ducky antenna on the DJG7T to make contacts on AO92 when the 1.2 gigahertz receiver is active. It's a different challenge. Currently, AO92 is the only satellite to operate with a 1.2 gigahertz uplink of any sort and for radio amateurs the 1.2 gigahertz band is only allowed for satellite use on uplinks we are not permitted to use it as a downlink frequency to listen on the ground one of the stations that has been on AO92's uh, L band or 1.2 gigahertz uplink is NDAF N6UTC in Southern California <laughs> He was, uh, he was given an old Yesu FT911, a 1.2 gigahertz only handheld radio sold in the early to mid 90s. The internal speaker does not work. The speaker jack on the HT does not work. It still transmits and since amateurs are only allowed to use 1.2 gigahertz as an uplink frequency, it works perfectly for AO92. NDEF has used that to make contacts in recent weeks since he received the radio. Like with AO91, AO92 passes by any particular location on the earth two or three times every morning and two or three times every evening. The morning passes typically come by between 9 a.m. and 12 noon local time and the evening passes between 9 p.m. and 12 midnight.
Sometimes there will only be one really workable pass in those windows. Other times there will be a couple passes of comparable height. At just about any time of the day or night on AO92 over populated areas like North America and Europe, there will be stations on those passes. You will rarely come across AO92 with only one or two stations on unless the 1.2 gigahertz uplink is activated. For stations in the continental U.S., this means opportunities to talk to other stations in neighboring countries, Canada, Mexico, other countries in Central America or the Caribbean. And with the strong downlink making AO92 easy to hear, this has brought more operators to the satellites or other operators to come back to working satellites after the days of AO51 and AO27 in the 2000s and the early part of this decade. More information about AO92 is available from AMSAT at its website www.amsat.org. You're welcome to email me with any questions or comments. Uh, my email address is available on qrz.com or I'm on Twitter at WD9EWK. For 100 watts and a wire, this is Patrick Stoddard, WD9EWK. You're listening to 100 watts and a wire. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast, proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable when you sell it, with no paperwork required. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. And PowerFilm Solar. PowerFilm manufactures durable, lightweight, rollable, and foldable solar panels that will take your ham radio setup to the next level, making it more portable than ever before. Visit PowerFilmSolar.com for more information. 100 watts and a wire news. People who like to read CQ magazine need to be aware that the prices are going to go up. Now, before you get all nutty like, oh, man, I Jimmy, Jimmy, now let me tell you how this used to be back in the Dizzo. Well, look, this is a landscape where magazines and newspapers are going down. So the fact that they're raising their prices up a little bit, if you dig it, then you dig it. You kind of have to adjust and you need to help out a little bit, okay? I'm just here to let you know 12 issues shipped in the U.S., Go up from thirty-eight ninety-five to forty-two ninety-five. Not huge and dramatic. Twenty-four issues today cost you seventy dollars and ninety-five cents, going up to seventy-seven ninety-five. And thirty-six issues go from one hundred and two dollars and ninety-five cents to one hundred and eleven dollars and ninety-five cents. These changes are coming. I noticed the promotion in the magazine for this month. And uh, let me get on a, a sidekick here. The cover photo is beautiful in CQ Magazine this uh, month. 
uh, Reverend Paul Whiskey Zero Alpha India Hotel passed away and dozens of hams went back to pay homage and honor to his memory. And the cover shot is beautiful. It's beautiful. They're all gathered there in his memory. I think that's great. Switching back now, the digital editions are also going up. What is 12 issues for $27 is going up $3 to $30. $24 is $52 now, going up to $57. 36 issues today is $77, going up to $83. Make a mental note of it. Not drastic. I'm sure they're doing what they need to do. But I wanted to let you know that. Now, one way that can help you kind of this back doorway, if you will, is becoming a sustaining member of 100 Watts and a Wire. Go to 100wattsandawire.com, click on Donate. You give the show $25. We have now created a win-win-win scenario. You give money to the show. It helps us with production, distribution, promotion, and we can keep doing what we do. Plus, you're going to get a discount from participating businesses. Businesses like Radio Waves Antennas, MFJ, Chameleon Antenna, BioNO Power, NI4L Antennas, Powerfilm Solar. And you also have a bonus offer. When you become a sustaining member to this show, CQ Magazine will give you free, six free, six free digital issues of CQ Magazine. Okay? You're also put in a random drawing for a free LDG tuner. That promotion's winding down a little bit now. We have a couple more months left. At the end of each month, I pick a winner to win an LDG tuner. All for becoming a sustaining member of 100 Watts and a Wire. Check it out on our website, 100wattsandawire.com. I'll leave it there for this week, friends. I appreciate you and all you do for me and the show and the support you give through social media, the Facebook page, and Twitter. Be kind to each other there and on the airwaves and in person. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.